All right, we is back. Episode number 18 of the Not The Same Podcast Bible Study, part two of dealing with rejection. I am C. Michael, that is Robert Dean, to my right or left, however you looking on your phone, I don't know. He he to my right, you know, I don't know. But anyway, man, we're back from a week off. Uh, Hopefully, prayerfully, everyone enjoyed their Thanksgiving time, uh, had time with their family, ate a lot of food, and probably back in the gym this week, like most of us are. (laughs) making up for that for that for that week you know what i mean because uh i went to three different locations and enjoyed myself mightily you know what i mean i had a a great time eating brother how was your uh turkey day brother it was good man i mean i worked um tried to do a little something for the offices um brought a little spread in and whatnot and then a couple of offices also cooked and brought some stuff in so um then got off and when i got to the crib everything was done and yeah yeah uh, went and visit family. It, it was pretty cool, man. I, I had a real good time. Just chill mode. Only one stop, though. Only one stop. Glenn Murray, what's up, fam? What's up? He said, y'all need to speak the truth for Shane the devil. Hey, that's what we're going to try our best to do, brother. Yeah, try our best, man. Yep. He said Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving big Christmas. Oh, right. yeah. In I mean, a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, uh, it's cheaper than Christmas. <laughs> hey, if you got multiple children... <laughs> Thanksgiving is much better than Christmas because the food is a lot cheaper than all them gifts and PlayStation's uh, infinities. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to keep going up. And every year I'm going to buy one for me and my boys, so it don't even matter. It is what it is. <laughs> all right, man, we're excited to be back with y'all again to get on this subject of dealing with rejection. Uh, uh, we're going to go through a quick review, take a little time. Uh, Rob, I know you have some things you wanted to say about that. I'll let you go ahead. Yeah. So just um, if y'all missed the first one, C had gave a, a, a powerful, powerful testimony um, about rejection and how that rejection um, formed into, you know, um, just different things in his life and how he held other people accountable from being rejected as a kid. And so it, it, yeah. it prompted me to kind of look up the results of rejection. Now, this is not the end all be all. I'm only speaking on um, a few of the results of rejection and um, social rejection. Good evening, D. Um, what's up, D? Um, social rejection. This is something that is very important because social media is very prevalent right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we have people, you know, kids, adults, white, black, Chinese, it doesn't matter, killing themselves off of social rejection. So when you look at it, um, Angela, what's Angela? going on? How you doing? Um, social rejection in- increases anger, anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, jealousy and sadness it reduces performance on difficult intellectual tasks and can also contribute to aggression and poor impulse control this Mm. is what rejection gives you and those are some of the things those are some of the results we talked about dealing with anxiety a couple of bible studies ago and this all intertwines and the biggest thing that i want y'all to understand is it's also a trick of the enemy so absolutely anything that doesn't bring forth life and it's trying to produce death and um, yeah. division, that is definitely a trick of the enemy to try to get us as believers, as the body of Christ, to live in bondage. Um, the other thing on um, rejection, emotional pain is only one of the ways rejections impact our well-being. Rejection mm-hmm. also damage our mood and our self-esteem. They elicit swells of anger and aggression, and they uh, it destabilizes our need to belong. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the greatest damage rejection causes is usually self-inflicted. And... Mm-hmm. Those are the things that you have to understand. That's why whenever you go through something, it's very, very important that you get around. And you've heard seeing myself say this so many times. It's so important to get around a group of believers. When we do the um, call to Christ at the end of the Bible studies, yeah. it's very, we always say get around a bunch of believers. Because when you're isolated, the enemy can come in and just play on your mindset. Absolutely. And the biggest thing in that that I saw was, unfortunately, the greatest damage rejection causes is usually self-inflicted. 
So those are some of the things that I wanted to say before I turn it back over to my brother. Um, if you're dealing with rejection, um, you too can be free. We all mm -hmm. have to deal with rejection, but it's how we get back up. Um, I know Absolutely. a couple of weeks ago, um, some of the things that C was saying, being rejected on your job, social rejection, being rejected at school, being rejected um, in your home by your spouse, by, you know, by, by your, by your children, or if you're a parent, um, your kids being rejected by you, all of these things is a cause and effect. So go ahead, C. Yeah. I just wanted to go back through, uh, some of the slides we went through. So everybody can be caught up. If you didn't see it, please go back and watch the first one, uh, dealing with rejection part Please one, do. but just in case you didn't, I want y'all to see this. So the web definition a Webster's definition of, uh, how of rejection is to refuse to accept, consider, submit to take for some purpose or use rejected, uh, or use rejected suggestion, reject a manuscript. Another, uh, example is to refuse to hear, receive, or admit rebuff, repel, parents who reject their children and number three to refuse as a lover or a spouse that's a, a bunch of examples how rejection happens and uh right. i'm sure right. all of us has dealt with this and uh that's the webster's definition of rejection here's the biblical definition of rejection to throw away as anything useless or vile number two to cast off have i rejected those that i have adored to cast off or to forsake uh example scripture or the scripture of jeremiah 7 so in the biblical sense, that's how people were rejected. Uh, right. We also had three ways how to deal with rejection. We went through two of them, and we're going to get into number three tonight. Number one, accept as a Christian that you will always deal with rejection. Mm -hmm. This is such a big and powerful point. You hey, will always deal with rejection. You will never elevate to a level of spirituality where you don't deal with rejection. Jesus dealt with it. You're going to deal with it. Because mm -hmm. if you are his and you are his children, people will always reject you just because you are part of his body. You will right. always be rejected. But you also would deal with it in smaller levels with bosses and family, all mm -hmm. kind of ways. And you have to learn how to deal with it. And what I mean by dealing with it is that you never get to the point where things don't hurt. You are a human being. You got feelings. Absolutely right. things hurt. And these things have effects on you. But you get to a point where you become like a... a like water on a duck's back. Other words, yeah, you feel it, but it's sliding off. You know what I right. mean? Because you know it's coming. You already know it's coming. You already know it's going to happen. So when you see that thing, it's not taking you out. You know, because a lot of right. times people deal with rejection so long, like I said in my story, uh, where I dealt with rejection from my birth father and not even recognize that God had given me my stepfather who loved me just as much as if I, I was his blood. But I couldn't see it because I was dealing with the rejection of my birth father. And a lot of right. people chimed in with other situations about that, things like that. So, number one, accept that as a Christian, you will always deal with rejection. Number two, lean on God. Other words, when these things happen, trust God. When these things happen, lean not into your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your path. So you have to not... Lean on, okay, I'm going to lean on my mama. Look, it's all right to talk to mama. Sometimes mama ain't got the answer. It's all right to right. talk to daddy. Sometimes daddy ain't got the answer. It's all right to talk to your wife. Sometimes the wife ain't got the answer. You need, there's a there's a, a God-shaped hole in your body that can only be filled by him. And you have right. to allow him to fill you in those areas to help, help you with these things. Uh, I also want to show you the scriptures we had for those. Just if you take a notes, if you want to see. Uh, except as a Christian that you always deal with rejections. Rejection or rejection is plural. This is definitely true. Uh, we went to Psalms 118 and 22. Then we went to Isaiah 53 and 3. And also John 15, 18 through 20 and 25. Then for the second point, went to these scriptures where some, uh, for lean on God. Psalms 34, 17 through 20, uh, 94, 19 and 2 Corinthians 12 and 29. And it brings 12, us to 12 and nine, my bad, 12 bro. And nine. 12 no, and 9. I'm sorry. Yeah. 12 and 9. 12 and 9. Yeah, my bad. So, which brings us to the point that we're at now. Remember the story of Joseph. Hold on. Let me fix Rob. We didn't get to that one before the show started. So yeah, good. so remember the story of Joseph. All right, we're going to be going to Genesis 18 through 28. 
It's going to be a lot of reading on this uh, Bible study, but this is a Bible study. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. So we're going to dig into the book and we will show you the scriptures. But first, we'll be going to Genesis 18 through 28, and then we'll go Genesis 37, 18 through 28. I'm sorry. And then Genesis 39, 12 through 20, and Genesis uh, 45, 1 through 8. That's where we'll be going. And as a little background of the story, Joseph was uh, one of nine children, I believe. He was one of the youngest. And he had these dreams, like supernatural dreams. And these dreams would be prophetic. And there's so many stories. There's so many things you can preach out the story of Joseph. But right. Joseph would get these dreams. He'd go tell his brothers. And one of the dreams was like, yo, I'm going to be. This I'm I'm gonna be a leader and y'all gonna all be bowing to me and they looked at him like look one word you got me all the way messed up and it right. made his brothers jealous. So where we gonna pick up at is where the brothers are already jealous because he's been so open about his dreams and ain't nobody rocking with him talking about he gonna be leading y'all gonna be bowing to me. Obviously if Devin told you uh, <laughs> Dad I'm gonna be your leader and you gonna be bowing to me you gonna be like boy get your little hard head up out of here <laughs> before right. I knock you out. Right. But that's kind of bringing it to natural sense. That's what happened. So that is not the Bible. Hold on. Let me click this. There it is. All right. So now uh, well, I'll let you go. Uh, We're going to go 18 through 28, Rob. I'll let you yeah, go. Yes, they're wrong. I'm looking at the, but we, we, we'll get past it. Let's go. 18. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm okay. looking at the um, the heading was throwing me. I'm sorry. Because we're we're dealing with um rejection, we are we are because it said dealing with anxiety. I just want everybody to know that we are talking about, you know, dealing with rejection. So while you uh while you reading, I, I fixed it. Hold on. Yeah. So everybody know what's going on. So um, I'm gonna let you fix fix. It. All right, there we go. <laughs> brother can't deal with it. Can't deal. Can't deal. Got no, I right. just don't want nobody to come in and they think that's what we own when we when all, all the good. you know. Yeah. There we go. Now, when they, yeah, now when they saw him from afar, even before he came near them, they conspired against him to kill him. Then they said to one another, look, the dreamer is coming in, uh, is coming. Come, therefore, let us now kill him and cast him into and cast him into some pit. And we shall say some wild beast has devoured him. We shall see what will become of his dreams. But Reuben heard it and he delivered him out of their hands and said, let us not kill him. And Reuben said to them, shed no blood, but cast him into the pit, which is in the wilderness, and do not lay a hand on him, that he might deliver him out of their hands and bring him back to his father. So it came to pass when Joseph had come to his brothers that they stripped Joseph of his lunic. Tunic. The lunic. No, okay, I thought it was an L. Um, of his tunic. The tunic of many colors that was on him. Can you scroll hey, up a little bit? Hey, pause right there. Uh, yeah. So tunic is a, is a coat. So uh, Joseph's dad gave him a coat of many colors. If you ever heard uh, of the play, very popular play, Joseph in the amazing Technicolor dream coat. That's where this comes from. He had a coat of many colors. Back in the day, I'm sure most stuff didn't have a lot of color. And he had a coat of many colors, which, you know, mean that's my special son. So that's what he was talking about. Brother had the cross color coat before it got popular. <laughs> Boy had that car, can I? <laughs> Then they took him and cast him into the pit and, and the pit was empty. There was no water in it. And they sat down to eat a meal. Then they lifted their eyes and looked, And there was a company of Ishmaelites coming from Hold on, Gilead. Yeah. Okay. Coming from Gilead with their um, camels, bringing spike, bearing spices, balm and mirror on their, man, this mug is super small on their way to carry them down to Egypt. So Judah said to his brothers, what profit is there if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh. And his brothers listened. Then Midianite traders passed by. So the brothers pulled Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. And they took Joseph to Egypt. All right. So stopping right there. So what happens was what happened is like I told y'all earlier, the background of this story, Joseph was one of the youngest of his brothers, and he mm -hmm. was having these prophetic dreams, and him, uh, not smartly, was telling his brothers about it, and they got they they was like, look, this dream, like you said at the beginning, here comes this dreamer, 
You know what I mean? Like they was tired of his dreams because That's one of their dreams basically said, I'm going to be ruling over y'all and y'all going to bow to me. And they, they was not feeling that. We is not bound to this little sheep herder boy. They weren't studying it. Right. Right. So they was going to kill him over their jealousy, rejection. They rejected right. him because he was a dreamer. There was a special anointing on Joseph's life. And that anointing made his brothers jealous so much so they was going to kill him. They rejected him. Right. Then there was one. Thank God for Reuben. Shout out to our homie Reuben. Reuben Jones. Reuben is right, his right, name right. in the book. <laughs> Shout out to Reuben. But Reuben stood up and said, no, nah, we don't need to kill him. Now, it, it, it was better than killing him. But he's like, yeah, let's sell him. So they sold their brother for basically, we'll say, 20 seconds of silver. I don't know what that add up to. But let's say $20, though. I don't know what it add up to. But no, no amount of money doesn't, doesn't, shouldn't be able to pay for a human. So they sold right. their brother. And he's a uh, he's an Israelite, right. and they showed, sold him to Egypt with the Egyptians, right? He was in a land that he was not a part of. So they sold him, and they uh, what happens after this? Because we're probably not going to read this part. What happens after this? They basically made they made his clothes. They dipped his clothes in blood. They made it look like he was be- eaten up by an animal. So his dad mm-hmm. wept, and they was like, "Okay, he gone." So they ain't got to worry about this dreamer no more. All this. Right. Because of that anointing on his life, they rejected him. They was jealous because that anointing on his life, God was showing them visions. It's crazy, right? Right. What the next one we going to, Rob? Um, I wanted to add something to everybody because, like, just modern day, um, you can't tell everybody what God has told you. Absolutely. Sometimes God gives you something, and, and it's for you. It's for you, and it's for you to be obedient to what He's given you because. See, we can share our, this. This still happens to this day. We can share what God Absolutely. has given us and not everybody, not everybody celebrate with you. And and like you said, the jealousy and all of that, because people can see the anointing on your life and it ain't going right for them. So that's just something to think about. Ain't nothing new under the sun, man. Like this. No, what's watch, what, watch what you share mm-hmm. to the so-called people. These was his brothers. So watch what you sharing with your friends and, and, right. your, and your kinfolk, because right. some of it is just for you. Six dollars and fourteen cent. Mm, I hear you, D. That's crazy. So he sold a brother for six dollars and fourteen cent. Wow, Jesus! Just because he was a dreamer, just because he had an anointing on his life, anointing on his that life. they didn't have. Mm, mm, mm. Where are we going next, bro? Um, I don't, I don't have it over here, brother. Okay, hold on. Know. I have it, but I don't have it up. Hold all on. That's all right. Here we go. We go right back to this. Genesis, all right. Genesis uh, 39, Genesis 39, 12 through 20. I'm back with you now. All right. I didn't grab my paper. I'm out of, I'm out of, uh, I'm out of practice. You're something. You're something, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see if I can make right. this. I'm trying to make this a little bigger. Here we go. All right, there we go. There we go. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, OD. OD talking about some uh, Rita. That's what I'm talking about. Rita. <laughs> hey, right uh, on OD. He came right. He wasn't even here the last one. And he already came in with the Rita. That's crazy. You already know. Right. Hey, you've been to Black that Church, she, brother. Right. That she caught him by his garment saying, Live with me. But he left the garment in her hand and fled and ran outside. And so it was when he saw. When she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and fled outside, that she called to the men of her house and spoke to them, saying, See, he has brought into us a Hebrew to mock us. He came in to me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And it happened when he heard me. My bad. Okay, when he, heard, when he heard that I lifted my voice and cried out, that he left his garment with me and fled and went outside. Pause so for she, a second, bro. Okay, so right there. So background on this that uh, yeah. uh Joseph was a handsome man as well. So this is the uh the uh it's not Potiphar. Is it Potiphar? No, it was the, uh, it may have been it may have one been one of the Potiphar's because there was uh, yeah. several of them. We'll just say this is not this is not the exact, but basically the king's wife. So right. Joseph, uh background this story. So Joseph was sold to the Egyptians. He's messed around and he's found favor within the king's house and risen yep. to a high place because God's favor was on him. But his wife saw that favor and that anointing and said, mm-mm, I want some of that Joseph, some of the little Jojo. So she tried to 
try to get jo- JoJo to lay with him. And Joseph was like, nah, little mama, I ain't going. So much so, he had to try to run out. And that's where we had in the store. He trying to dip set. Rick, what well, Rick say? Uh, do you blame Joseph a little bit for the way his brothers treat him? Was he flexing? Uh, yeah, like Rob said earlier, bro, uh, he didn't have to say everything. He was talking too much. Yeah. He, he might be flexing. I don't, I don't, he I don't know. You know what? It could have been flexing or he could have just been overzealous, like super Too excited. You know, yep. you know how somebody's so excited and always talking about, man, I got this going on. And mm-hmm. you're like, man, shut up. No, like, I don't hear about been, your blessings. Right. <laughs> or he could have been flexing, like, ha, hey, I'm out God here. speaking to me. Now. What, what, right. speaking I'm to you. Now, but in a minute, you're going to be kissing my feet, you know. But I don't know if God would have blessed him the way that he did if it was on some flex type stuff. All right, so start back with 15. Rita, like ODC. And it happened when he heard that I, I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled and went outside. So she kept his garment with her until his master came home. Then she spoke to him with words like these saying, the Hebrew servant whom you brought into to us came in to mock me. I'm going to scroll up. Okay, yep. So it happened and I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled outside. So it was when his master heard the words for which his wife had spoke to him, saying, your servant, did, <clears throat> your servant did to me after this manner. That is, anger was aroused. That his anger was aroused. Yeah, that his anger was aroused. Um, then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. And he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Okay. I think we, uh, yeah, we good right there. Uh-oh. I went too far. Actually, we supposed to have stopped at 20. Okay. All right. Back to the scripture. Yeah, man. So as you see on this part of the story, now, first of all, Joseph was sold to the Egyptians, right? We're talking about dealing with rejection. Why was Joseph initially rejected? He was initially rejected because he started sharing his dreams like Rick say, maybe he was flexing. I don't know. But he started sharing his dream. I would say this, though. He shouldn't have shared his dreams. He was just happy, though. Like Rob said, he was overexcited, overzealous. It's just like everybody ain't happy when you get that new car. Everybody ain't happy when you pay your house off. Everybody ain't happy when you do this. And, you know, I've learned. I used to do that when I was younger. I put everything on Facebook. Look how God did God do this. And everybody get the likes and all that. And God checked my heart. Why are you doing it? You know what I mean? Why, why, why are you doing it? And I had a major, major blessing. Y'all don't never know. Rob, no. Nobody else right, know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because Lord has kind of dealt with me on that. So it could have been one of those things where he wasn't supposed to say all that, and he said it. His brothers got jealous. They was going to kill him. Thank God for Reuben. He stepped in, and uh, they sold him to the Egyptians. He ended up growing up with the Egyptians. He found favor with the master or the king of that area. So much yep. so he was in the house of the king. You know what I mean? He goes in there. His wife looking at little JoJo, like I said. She's like, hmm, they're anointing on him. He looks sexy. Let me get some of that. And uh, she tried to uh, lay with him. He didn't want to do it. He ran out, ran so hard. He ripped some of his clothes. She kept the clothes, showed it to her husband. Look what he did. He came in here and laid with me. He took son, basically. He came in here and took son and look at his clothes. So the king was like, oh, I'm mad. I'm angry. When Rob said his anger, he was filled with his anger. And then he put him in jail. That's why he ended up in prison. But also, see the last thing that said, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. It gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. See, everywhere Joseph was put, all this rejection around him. Now the king has rejected him, thrown him in prison because his wife. Now, huh? look at this other side, though. Kaisha, what she say? Uh, his dad his affirmed dad, him yep. so much that yep. he really didn't see anything wrong with over with oversharing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. Now, look, Devin, (laughs) (laughs) look at this other side of rejection. Joseph rejected the king's wife and look how she acted. Talking about dealing with rejection, right? She reacted so mad because he didn't come over there and do the nasty with her that she lied and said he took son and showed him things because of rejection. Rejection is a powerful thing, y'all. It's a powerful thing. It's real. That's We're both. Going. That's that's perfect. That's perfect. That's both sides of it. Both sides um, of it. We're Genesis forty five one through eight. Forty five one through eight. Forty five one through eight. 
right, bro. All right. Then Joseph could not restrain himself before all those who stood by him. And he cried out, make everyone go out from me. So no one stood with him while Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And he no one. Let me start over, brother. Then Joseph could not restrain himself before all who stood with him. And he cried out, make everyone go out from me. So no one who no one stood with him while Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And he wept out loud and the Egyptians in the house of the Pharaoh heard it. My bad, I went too far. Here we go. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Does my father still live? But his brothers could not answer him, for they were dismayed in his presence. And Joseph Mm -hmm. said to his brothers, please come near to me. So they came near. Then he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. But now do not therefore be grieved or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. Let me go up. Uh... Oh, it's a lot on this. All right, let me go back up. uh, It's at that four. There we we go. go. For these two years, the famine has been in the land, and there are still live. There are still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. And God sent me before you to preserve what it what posterity Posterity. for you. Yeah, posterity for you in the earth, and to save your lives by great deliverance. So now it was not you who sent me here, but God. And he has made me. Can you scroll down a little bit? Oh, my bad. Yeah. For he has made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of um, all his house and a ruler throughout the land of Egypt. There we go. So what has happened here was, as we left off in the other chapter, Joseph was put in prison because being falsely accused for uh, sleeping with uh, the Pharaoh's wife. Obviously, he didn't. Now, he had found favor with the guard of the prison and Joseph started dreaming again and the king I had this crazy dream and he needed somebody to interpret it Joseph was able to interpret the dream Joseph gets out that once again rises up again in the king so much so he's on the right hand of the pharaoh basically he's the highest up there he's lord of his whole house basically lord of the whole kingdom with pharaoh right now now all the way back to the beginning of the story I said Joseph was hated by his brothers because he had a dream and his dream he saw that they will be around him and bow to him, right? This is where we pick up where this actually happens. Basically, there was a famine in the earth. I think it's supposed to be for like seven years, a famine. Mm-hmm. And in that famine, the only place where stuff was growing is over there where Joseph was. And they was getting up crops, selling it to the people. So the uh, Hebrews would come in, they'd buy it. Come in, they'd buy it. So that's how Joseph saw his brothers. They came in, Joseph was going to be hard with him, and he couldn't, they say he couldn't contain himself no more. He had to let it be known that, hey, you're my family. Now, the end of this story is this. Joseph brings his whole family, including his daddy, into the kingdom and yep. puts them in Pharaoh's house, right? Yep. Now, the same family that rejected him and had him sold off, the same, also, the same Pharaoh <laughs> that rejected him, threw him in prison, the same wife that got mad and made up a lie about him, all these people, Everything is turned. Now he's in the house with Pharaoh. Now he's at the right hand, basically at the right hand of Pharaoh or high up in the kingdom. So much so that he can give orders. He can give out food, give out money or whatever. When, the, when his family came up in there, he gave them all new clothes, new money, all the food they want, all that. It was a great, great thing. But what I wanted to illustrate is that all these times through his life, it was rejection, rejection, rejection. But God had a plan. Like Rob said earlier, God showed him where he was going to be young and he spoke too soon. You know what I'm saying? He opened his mouth too quick, basically, but it still came to pass though. You know what I'm saying? So Rob, you got something on this? No, I just, um, just a, you know, we always talk about forgiveness, you know, that, that was, he was in a place where he could have had all of them murdered, <laughs> like killed. What did he oh, say? Brother, Glenn say those brothers would have been working in the stables if it was me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, for real, <laughs> That that's real, or you know, think about this. He could have had him killed. Oh yeah, you know, killed in prison, whatever. He could have did the exact same thing to them because it wasn't his father who rejected him; it was his brothers. His mm-hmm. father, at this point, think he did right. You know what I mean? And the only thing he was tripping off of was, "Is my father still living?" Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. I mean, rejection is rejection is 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 um is powerful. But it just goes to show you forgiveness is that much more powerful. And he showed that, you know what I mean? Um, 
he forgave everybody and and in, because he had that type of heart look how he got elevated he forgave pharaoh and was able to interpret the dream think if he would have held on to that rejection and had mm-hmm. that anger and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm, i ain't telling him nothing right you know what i'm saying like i mean why you know lied on me you know what right I mean? and he believed it you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying so i mean it's just so much out of this story like you said you can preach on so many different things so i mean like joseph it was just yeah man it, it just it's an awesome it's an awesome story but it's also true so i know a lot of times we look at these stories and be like it's a story in the bible but right this not happened. a nursery rhyme this is this right. really happened this really happened but i think it's a great example for us that like I said earlier earlier in the Bible study, you will always deal with rejection. You yep. never get to this high level. Uh, hold on, what did he say? Didn't these guys make up the 12 tribes? If that's the case, his forgiveness helped form a nation. I think you're right. I think you are right. I think you're right. But uh, like I said, you never get to a point, you never get to a level where you don't feel, you don't deal with rejection. You know, we right. all deal with it in different ways. Like, want a promotion on your job. You know, uh, I'm lucky I've, I've gotten to a very high level in my job. But when I had other jobs, I want promotion, get rejected. You know, I had other jobs I really, really wanted and believe, okay, this is this. You know how you get a job and you th- you, you want to get a job and your mind is like, okay, my life is going to change when I get this job. And then you don't get it and then you let down. How do you respond? Do you just give up? You know, you keep going. You know, you never know what's around the corner because God may have something totally different. For me personally, I work in the vending industry. I had no dreams, no hopes, no uh, thoughts, no plans, uh, anything with vending. I never thought about it. My whole, Even as a grown man in my 20s, I never thought about it. And that's where I landed what changed my life financially as a worker. I yeah. never would have thought about it. But if I would have just gave up on them other jobs, like what I really want to do is drive an 18-wheeler for FedEx. And I couldn't do it. <laughs> I got rejected. And I was like, man, I could have been mad, man. Give up. I can't do nothing. If I can't drive FedEx, I'll always be broke. Who would have known? Who would have known? Right, right. Um, I kind of want to talk about that. We talk about jobs. like, um, And, you know, it's certain people from the job that look at the show. I felt like, you know, well, see, you know, I got rejected yeah. on my job on a whole different le- on a whole different way. Mm-hmm. And what I didn't understand from that rejection, um, we I talked about it earlier on how it can it can it hurts. Absolutely. But we don't want to sometimes sometimes we don't want to admit that something hurts. So it's like, no, nah, it didn't hurt. It ticked me off. That is a form of hurt. You know what Absolutely. I mean? And you have to deal with that. But like Joseph, then you have to heal and you have to forgive. So if you have dealt with rejection and anger or Mm -hmm. depression or anxiety is up or whatever it is that's triggering you and getting you to a certain spot, you have to go through the healing process and forgive. Because us as believers, when we have rejection, how you respond, look how Joseph responded. It could have been so many different ways that this could have went, but he 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 first of all he responded in love. And if you in the body of Christ, we are commanded to love. This is not an yeah. option, it's not a suggestion. We're supposed to love in and outside the body of Christ. It's yeah. not just the folks who like us. And that's one of the hardest things. So it's all on how it's all on how you respond to it, man. And go through your healing process. And if you haven't, repent and move forward. Cause that's what I had to do. And um, C's story last time on the last Bible study really ministered to me way more than anybody could ever understand. So it's real big that you get hit, get through that healing process and repent, man, and move forward. And if you missed that story, basically what the story was is that I grew up with my birth father was not in my home. My father, my birth father, and my mother were never married. My mother had me when she was 16 and which was, you know, my mother in her 60s now that wasn't. (laughs) <laughs> thought highly of at those times, you know, and my father was 25, maybe 15% involved in my life. God gave me a stepfather who was 100% involved in my life all the time, always there, there for everything. But the hurt from not having my birth father in there all the time was very, 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 very uh, damaging to me and shaped my life. And it wasn't until I forgave him that I was really free. And I gave the example of I was a Christian rapper and traveling all over the world and telling people how to be free through Jesus. And I was free in a whole lot of areas, but in that area I was bound 
and I was hurt right. so much so that I was looking at any man of authority with with the side eye like you gonna leave me, you ain't gonna show up, you ain't gonna be uh, you ain't gonna be uh, you ain't gonna keep your word. You know what I'm saying? Because my father didn't, and I I didn't recognize that until my mother brought it to my attention. Like son, you need to forgive him. You need to take some time and go to go somewhere. And let it out and forgive everybody. And also forgive me because I said some things when I was pregnant with you that I spoke some negative stuff because I was 16 in high school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she didn't know. She didn't mean. I mean, she didn't know no better at the time because she was a child. But she said, go back and forgive me, please. Forgive all these people about that. And I had to go back and do that. And it freed me. Yeah. So that, that was the story. You know, a lot of us, uh, me and Rob are artists, right? I know it's artists watching. And one thing that artists deal with a lot is rejection. And even as our podcast, we deal with rejection. And it sucks. I'm not going to lie. It sucks. But we always would deal with it. And we have to learn how to have, like, water on a duck's back. In other words, we got to not be offended because of rejection. Because some people reject you because they just don't know you. They don't understand you. You know what I mean? Or some people reject you because... God, maybe God has not planned for you to deal with them at that time. And he allows that rejection. Some rejection is good. It's yeah. good. You know what it's I mean? Saving, it's saving you it's from saving something you have no clue. It's saving you. You never know. But like I said, as an artist, man, so much, so much rejection. Me and Rob went to, and uh, Rick was there when we went to Flavor Fest, man. And you can see, I talked about this when we had MC Nice on, on, our, on our main show, is the circles, uh, levels of artist influence. Right. And it's certain people and you on this level and this level don't talk to that level. It's almost like segregation. You know what I mean? Almost like uh, racism, not real racism, not black and white thing, but it's level or uh, what you call it when it's financial racism. I forget what that's called. Status. Yeah. So status. So yeah. if your status is not this level. You look yeah. as as a peon or whatever. And, and that stuff hurt, man. Like. Like, seriously, it hurt, man. Like, you be wanting to slap somebody, but you can't do that. Because, like I say, some rejection is the Lord's doing. Other rejection is just, hey, you need to just take it in stride and keep it moving. Keep it moving. Uh, Miss Campbell said, uh, yes, it hurts. I've been I've been on the receiving end of abuse of authority on the job. Hey, yeah. I already yeah. know. I already and, and know. It, and it does. I know it Rob does. can speak to that. Hurt. Yeah, it, it does hurt because what it is, you're – Here's the thing, and I, and just a quick testimony. I think what hurt me is um, I go in and give a hundred percent, like every and beyond. Like C can tell you this: when we go out of town for these shows and we go to different spots, my phone right there. I'm yep. I'm texting, I'm calling, I'm making sure that offices are okay. And then it takes someone who's above you, elitism, you know, elitism. Yeah, that's right, that's elitism. Right. Okay, um, it takes someone who's above you to squat on what you're doing and then try to categorize you as something that you're not when you know mm -hmm. the passion that you have, but they dismiss it and they reject you to try to make you feel little. Now, right. whether they're doing it on purpose, because like C always says on the show and I've said it, what's the source, right? You know, the enemy's going to attack you. And if it, if they're not yielded to the Holy spirit, then guess what? It's free wine for the um, devil to do whatever he going to do. But, um, I had to deal with that and it, and it hurt and it caused a lot of anger. So like some of the things that I read earlier, it increases anger, anxiety, depression, jealousy, sadness, um, intellectual tasks, like aggression, um, poor impulse control. Like yeah. I'm not saying that I fell down this spiral, but I'm going to tell you something. I did get angry. I was mm -hmm. very upset and I didn't want to deal with the individuals because it's not just one because you have your groups and you say something and you bring it to the spotlight and it's like, okay, the rejection now comes from that group of people. Right. So that's, the, right. that's the social rejection that I was um, referring to that made me look it up. So yeah, that's um, it's big. So I definitely understand where she coming from. Absolutely. Now with that being said, we understand and we, we can, uh, I don't know what your word, we, we're sympathetic to rejection. But also, mm -hmm. we want you to be free. Free you know from I mean? it. Yeah. We said this a bunch of times. The son, whom the son has set free, is free indeed. You got to always remember: it, Am I bound or am I free? Right. And if I'm bound by something, I got to figure out how to get free because I need to be free. And when I say be free of the of the weight 
of feeling rejected. You know what I'm saying? You can't get rid of rejection, but you can be free of the weight of it because there's weight. Right. You know, a lot of, we've been rejected. People can be rejected for being black or white, uh, Hispanic. Asian, whatever you can be rejected yep. for, you can be rejected for being a man in a bunch with a bunch of women. You be rejected for being a woman with a bunch of men. It's whatever it may be. We have to not be weighed down by the weight of it and be like, look, it's going to happen. Forgive them, and then yep. move on. Now, just because you forgive somebody, don't mean you got to be stupid. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And I, ain't, you know, I know they say I forgive, but I ain't gonna forget. I ain't saying that. But what I'm saying is, you don't have to be stupid. You know, if you know these people mean you wrong, you treat them right and you love them with the love of the Lord. But you let the Lord lead you when to deal with them if you got to deal with them. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, Especially say in a work situation. Look, if if, <laughs> if you got to forgive someone that you work with, right, and, you know, you you forgive them and you let it go, but you only deal with them when the Lord tells you to deal with them if they don't work in your office or whatever. You know, you speak right. and you be kind, but, you know, you ain't trying to go to their barbecue. <laughs> you right, know what I mean? Right, Unless the right. Lord tell you to go to that barbecue. If he tell you to go, maybe he got something, that, you know, he need to lead you to do something and all that. Because you, we'll try to jump in front of the Lord, right? And what I mean by that, it's a good thing to be kind to others and do right to others. But we have to always do things by the leading and the ushering of the Holy Spirit. If you saved, the Holy Spirit is living inside you. Listen to him. Because the right thing from a wrong heart, don't get a good result. It but doesn't. the right thing from a pure heart, led by the Holy Spirit, gonna get excellent results. You know what I mean? So, uh, what uh, Miss Campbell says, love them with the love of the Lord and push. <laughs> I feel you, sis. So push on. Was, you know. Yeah, my push was in smack. So I'm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, so. it's not. No, brother, it, it is not the rapper. Uh, I forgot old boy that had to kick push some. It's not him. No, Lupe. No, it's, it's definitely not. not. Don't, don't Lupe. Just push on. Don't bro, Lupe. Bro. Just keep pushing. Keep pushing on. But, but yeah, man. Hey, go ahead. All bro. jokes aside, I say this. All jokes aside, what you said about you have to be led. I just stay clear, man. Because when you're in your flesh and you know you, when you get to a mature point where you know you're not ready to have that type of interaction, yeah. you steer clear so that you're not operating in the flesh mm -hmm. or muting the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit tells you to be quiet and you say something anyway and put yourself in a in a predicament. You, you know, because you can end up wanting to be right. I got to yeah. tell them all. You know, because that, that's another yeah. thing that can get you. You know, the having to be right. You know what that's a sign of? Pride, brother. Pride. Pride. Come before a fall. What our brother Rick say, <laughs> if he tells you to go to that barbecue, he's prepared a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Facts, bro. Hey, Facts. it might be a joke situation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just never know. You just you never know. know. But yeah, man, yeah. so that wraps up our uh, series on rejection. So once again, I want to put up things uh, everywhere we went through. Uh, three ways to deal with rejection. One, accept that as a Christian, you will always deal with rejection. Number two, lean on God. And three, remember the story of Joseph. We read the story of Joseph tonight and, uh, you know, it has some very good parts. You know, the story of Joseph already started at the very beginning. He, you know, he spoke about his dreams where he's going to be ruling over his brothers and his father. And the whole family got mad, minus his father. But everybody else got mad. The brothers got jealous. They got hatred. Thank God for Reuben. Reuben stepped in because right. they was going to kill their brother Joseph. They threw him in a pit, sold him to uh, some Egyptians walking by. The Egyptians, uh, he grew up in the Egyptian company. God's favor was still on him, rose him to a level of prominence with the Egyptians. He So much so that uh, his wife, yeah. we'll say a Jezebel, her name wasn't Jezebel, but a Jezebel, Jezzy. Yeah. <laughs> His wife uh, looked at him and said, I want a little piece of Joseph. And she tried to get it on with Joseph. Joseph wasn't going. Joseph wanted to be a man after God's heart. He ran out, ran so hard that he tore some of his clothes. She took the clothes, said he uh, raped me, basically. That's what she insinuated. Yeah. Joseph yeah. got put in jail. Joseph finds favor with the people in the jail, uh, uh, rises up to the highest level in the jail. Everywhere he went, he's promoted, although yeah. everyone's rejected him over and over and over and over again. So much so, then the king has a dream. Joseph interprets the dream. He gets back in the house, rises up to the top level. Then there's a famine that hits the land. Everybody is coming to the king's house to get food. 
And Joseph's brothers come in. Joseph gives them food, recognizes his brothers, and reveals to them that I am your brother. They all in a room, and he promotes his family and raises them to a level that they wasn't at because they was destitute without food, and all of a sudden mm -hmm. now they're in the king's palace. That's right. the story of Joseph. Throughout the story of Joseph, there were many rejections because that's mm -hmm. like our, our life as Christians. You're going to have rejections. If you don't think you'll have rejections, just hang it up. You won't have rejections, but you got to keep going, keep going, because Joseph isn't the only one that God has favored. He's favored you. Yeah. You that's watching, he's favored you, because if you are his son or you are his daughter, you are favored. If you are in the family of Christ, you will be favored, and God's favor will reign on you. You know what I mean? God's favor will be reigning in your life. So, I don't know what my wife talked about. Ain't no little pieces going on around. <laughs> <He's> stupid. <laughs> anyway, anyway, look at Rob. <laughs> anyway, man. So, uh, to wrap it up, man, that is dealing with rejection. We'll be back with another Bible study on. Uh, this is the first week, so on the third week of December. So this kind of kind of weird. This go, we this kinda, yeah, we'll get it straight. It was, Just, it, Check check yeah. your uh notifications. You know I mean? right. <laughs> Just check it. Oh yeah, I meant to do that. Yeah, you know, do one of these. You know what I'm saying? Check them all the time. Because we we popping we we popping on two days a week and some days three days. Yeah, do that. You always be in touch with what we got going on. So, yeah. uh, before we go, if you are someone that has been dealing with rejection, like I did, I grew up with it. Like Rob has, all of us have. Number one, I want you to know who our Lord and Savior is. You do, if you do not know Jesus, you can know him today. Jesus is the reason that me and Rob are doing these Bible studies, the reason we're doing not the same podcast, the reason we're doing a sports show, the reason we do everything is because of Jesus. He changed our lives. He made us new creatures, made us men of God when we just thought we was just men. He did that. But he can do it for you. He can make you a woman of God. He can make you a man of God. He can change your life and change your heart. But you have to accept him as your Lord and Savior. First of all, you have to accept him. You got to believe that he died and rose on the third day for your sins. And then accept him as your Lord and Savior. Confess him with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you will be saved. But not just that. Get saved. If you accepted him, if you said that, with, well, I didn't even say Man, let me say it. My bad. I'm talking. Say this, if you want to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, say, Jesus, I believe that you're real. I know that you died on the cross for me. I, I know that you rose on the third day that I can be set free and that I can live. I believe that you are the Son of God, and I accept you now as my Lord and Savior. If you said that with me, you will be saved. But find a church home. We say this all the time. Find a church home. Get involved in the church home. All churches ain't bad. All preachers ain't trying to steal your money. Right. The preachers that's trying to steal your money ain't where you're supposed to be at. Go where the Lord tells you. If you just got saved, that little still soft voice that you're hearing, is, his name is the Holy Spirit. Listen to him. He will lead you where to go. He will lead you to what church you need to go to. Go to the church, get involved with, get involved with things in the church, and read your Bible. Yeah. And God will change you. And you will come up fully a new creature and a strong Christian as you keep going. Uh. So once again, this was um, Rob Redeem and C. Micah talking about dealing with rejection, and we want you to be free, man. We don't want you to be bound by that. Not at all. Any last words, Rob? No, um, no. That's 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 it right there, brother. Just thank everybody for um, tuning in tonight. Uh, let's see, Miss Campbell, do you guys have a PO box that folks can send gifts to? I appreciate y'all. Uh, we don't have a PO box. No. Yeah, we don't have a pill. We'll box. let you know. We're gonna figure out son. We'll figure out son. <laughs> right now we just got the we got uh the cash app and matter yeah, of fact. Oh that... I got a I got a screen. Hold on, I'm gonna find the screen. When I'm finding the screen. Here we go. Appreciate it, Rick, man. I appreciate you tuning in, brother. For real. Now we have come to Rod's favorite part of the show. Yeah, have you ever thought I really enjoy what these guys are doing with these podcasts, not just this, but these podcasts. How can I help support them? How can I be a blessing to them? You can be a blessing by, like C said, Cash App, the Cash Sign, not the same podcast. Or you can go to the website, which will be um, updated sometime this week, www.notthesamepodcast.com forward slash support. Yep. Um, 
your prayers, the likes, the subscribes, the notification button, sharing it, telling your people about it. Um, those are the ways that you can definitely your prayers. Those are the ways that you can help support. If you go on to the website, you can support by buying the merch as well. We have yes. hoodies, uh, mouse pads. Um, we got a lot of stuff that um, that's available for purchase as well as um, content for you mm -hmm. to view. So, you know, every first and third Tuesday, we're here with the Bible study. Um, every every um, Wednesday, we got the sports show. Every Thursday, we got the regular show. So be sure. Be sure to tune in. Um, Cortez, what's going appreciate on, brother? You, bro. I'm sorry. Love you, bro. Appreciate, appreciate you. Love you, bro. Hey, do your thing. You, you know? for that, too. Yeah. Ben's Man. listening to all your podcasts. Y'all brothers are real, real uh, enough respect. Appreciate you, bro. Okay. Hey, hey, right on, man. Like, we don't take stuff like that for granted. We really yeah. do appreciate you all. Um, it's like a family. Mm -hmm. When me and C started this, and um, this, I know we're talking about, you know, support, but when me and C started this, we literally started on our phones on Facebook Live. You know what I'm right. saying? And uh, and now we're here. And only thing we doing, the way we just talking to each other and inviting y'all in to two best friends having a conversation about what we love, which is Amen. first and foremost, the Lord. And then our love for sports and just being, you know, goofy one words, but we don't get it twisted. It is about the kingdom of God when it comes to Amen. us and what Amen. we're doing. So, yeah, that's how you can support. But we'll get a post office box soon, Miss uh, Campbell. One day we'll good get it. Good, great hey, good idea. Good idea. Though. We hadn't Thank thought you. about it. Didn't All never right, think man. about it. I know. Well, I'm C. Micah. I'm Robert Dean. We we'll out, man. Hey, we'll, be, we'll see y'all tomorrow. We got a sports show back tomorrow night. Uh, another sports yeah. show, man. Y'all tune in at 6 o'clock. And we out. Yeah.